drop. As like a one-year-old or something like that. What the fuck was that, dude? It was a deep, deep one. God, what the fuck? It's a ginger aid. Oh, God. Okay, uh, we got to do this, dude. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. What? We've been to the past. It's so perfect that this is what... Oh, yeah. We've I been know. to the future. I'm so excited. We've been all around I've the been... afterlife. <laughs> We've been you know? all around the afterlife. <laughs> I've been... The best place to I've be. I've been there. Working so hard to not text you all week. I know, I know. It's here. The best time to be is now. And all we can say is. Let's rock! Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Oh, this is the episode we've been waiting for. The, it feels like the grand finale, yet it we does. know it's not. Even with this music. I mean, I guess this yeah. music was a grand finale for the movie. But right. It uh, does feel like the grand finale. This is just like a third of the way through, you guys. Yeah, but it, no, I mean, not even. Oh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm intentionally not looking. Uh, it's like we're 5%. 5%. No, come on. 68 movies, this will be like episode 9 or 10 or something like that. Is it 68? Yeah. I can't believe you're talking into this. And counting, dude. <laughs> and counting, yeah, it'll be, be like at 75 by the time we're even near catching up. Well, welcome to We, welcome to we Do Keanu. I welcome. mean, let's just say that. Well, uh, yes. I'm your host, one host, Brett Battistain. And I'm the Johnny Utah to your Bodie the Bodie guy. <laughs> the Bodie Meister. <laughs> and I'm the second host, Dylan Hawes. This does feel like we've reached we've reached a landmark, it right? Is, yeah, it feels too early. It, honestly, it feels too soon for this to be happening, but it is time. Well, yes, we are. We'll be moving on to the next phase. <laughs> you know, that's what it, that's of, what it feels like. Of the like. podcast and our lives sure. as, as chums. As yes, our lives together. That sounds <laughs> different than what it is. So, uh, last last week we talked about. Well, uh, what are you gonna do here? Are we gonna are we gonna release them so, in the order we recorded them? Or are you gonna? Are you no, gonna we'll release them. We in we, the proper we, order. Yeah, we had a flub. We accidentally recorded the my own private Idaho first. Yeah, we accidentally watched it first. Yeah. Yes. So that was that was my bad. Okay. For some reason, I had it in my mind that they were flipped. <laughs> and uh, I am intentionally not correcting or looking back. I'm <laughs> trusting everything you tell yes. me is the order of these movies. I'm not. I'm not even gonna look. Great. I can manipulate you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so wait, so last week, what did we? What did we do? That would be Parenthood. Then? No, tune in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. It was tune oh, in tomorrow. <laughs> How do we keep having to talk about that movie? <laughs> well, maybe it, it's going to be one of those ones that just comes up. Throughout. It really will because it's the bottom, right? Yeah. You got to always have a bottom. Yeah, we hated it. <laughs> we did not have a good time watching it. Yeah, it was just a bad movie. So last week would so it would have been that this week. We are talking about oh. one of my personal faves, <laughs> a source of great contention throughout great contention. throughout the tenure of our relationship, Dylan. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus, Bogus Journey. Journey. The yes. uh, the sequel to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, as if you didn't know. <laughs> you you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you stupid. If you fuck. didn't know, then you should just hit yourself in the head with a hammer. Yeah, just go hu- go ahead and uh, fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> this is not the podcast for yeah, you. <laughs> if you've made it this far into this podcast, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, you done you done goofed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh no! Last week we did Point Break. 
Ooh. We did Point Break, which, uh, which is great. Was a lot of fun. Love Derek Oster was on the show from Genuine Wrestle Boys. It was really a good The Derek Oster? The Derek Oster. <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. That was yeah. a good episode. Oh, love and, that episode. Uh, I've, I've loved pretty much every episode. Even the Tune In Tomorrow episode was fun because we yeah. wound up talking about it for longer than anybody, including the production team, yeah. ever has <laughs> ever, ever talked to, about it. Ever even thought to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Point Break was great. Derek was a lot of fun to talk to yeah. about that. And yeah, this week we're doing Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Bogus Journey, and it's the point of contention because... Because I, lo- I love this movie so much. And I do not. Yes. And and I, I thought... I've tried to rewatch it in the time since whenever it was revealed that your brain doesn't work as it doesn't function properly. <laughs> <laughs> and I've tried to give it more of a, a better, I've tried to give it a second chance uh, prior to us doing the Keanu podcast here. And I had gotten part of the way through it and I was like, yeah, I actually enjoy this movie more than I remember. Cause when I, I saw obviously when I saw Bill and Ted's in the theater multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so when bogus journey came out a few years later, I guess just two years later, seems like in my life, it, yeah. it, it was that stretch of life in early 20s where every month seems like it's like a yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like many years later. Well, and we've was, done a lot of, we've talked about a lot of movies since Bill. Like uh, he did I'm, such, I but, know, but like he also in just the context of this show. Sure. We've all, he did so many movies in that in time. In the time between. But but for me personally, yeah. it felt, it felt, I remember when the movie was coming out, like it had been forever since the original. I was super excited about seeing it in the theater. Yeah. And was massively disappointed. And so I was left with that feeling yeah. moving forward with the rest of my life. I didn't rent it because I was like, fuck that movie. They fucked it up. And tried to give it more. I, I, I Again, I rewatched it after we had our contention. And it was like, I don't think I made it all the way through. But I, I rewatched most of it and was like, eh, okay, it worked better than I remember it. Mm-hmm. And then sitting down to rewatch it for this week's podcast and taking notes and paying attention about a halfway through, I was like, I this I don't like this movie. It's just not good. I mean, and we'll talk about it, and I'm going to pick it apart more than it needs to be, but the fundamental differences, and I talked about this when we did Excellent Adventure, I was filled with joy and happiness the entire film. Mm-hmm. And this one, I could feel where they were trying to rekindle that feeling, and it just fell flat. It was... It was it was your stepdad trying to have a toss with you attempt at being buddy buddy, right? Like it, the, all of the form is right. there, but the substance just isn't, you know, and you can go through the actions and be like, yes, that was fun, stepdad. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same as the initial, like having a toss with your pops, mm-hmm. right? Like it just didn't fill the void the right way. And I've got, I, I, I was forced to think about why that was mm-hmm. that impression for me. Uh, this week because I know that you because you're like I watched it three times I fucking love this and I'm like oh my god I genuinely could barely get through it I like wow getting to the end I was just like oh my god this it annoys me again like what they've done with this so where do we start do we go do we want to just jump into like well so let me just tell you why I think you're incredibly wrong (laughs) 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 I am not wrong we will parse this out this I I'm, I was listening to the first episode that we recorded uh-huh. just yesterday, and we talked about this. A mm-hmm. l- we talked about this a little bit in that episode. Yeah, because this so, is the impetus for the podcast, right? Sort of, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a part of it. It's yeah. part of the DNA of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I so I 
with I just want to dive into those points that I was making a little bit more because oh, yeah, the thing I, that I have no memory. I can remember <laughs> nothing. Anything, anything I've recorded in a podcast has gone out my right, head. Right, immediately. The, the second I sure. walk out the door. <laughs> well, the thing, it was for me as well, but I was just <laughs> listening to it. Uh, I said that? Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. I was like, I didn't realize that I was so smart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really great point, Brett. <laughs> um, but... I kind of had forgot while I was watching the movie, I had forgotten the things that I had brought up about it. And okay. then I've had those same thoughts as I was watching it again. I did too. And then I listened to it, the, the podcast, and I was like, oh, I had already said this and totally okay. forgot that I had said it. But the thing that I think is great about this movie and something that I appreciated about it as a sequel uh-huh. is that I feel like they did they did the like Empire Strikes Back. Where they no, took, they where did they not. no, they took the stuff that I think really works about the first one, uh-huh. and then drops them into a different situation that expands the mythology of the world that they're in. I can see what and you're saying. Adds because they could have really easily done just another time travel. time travel movie, kind of doing the same thing. Except I, I think like there's an interview where Ke- when Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter were talking about it and talking about Bogus Journey, and they mm-hmm. were like, you know, they could have done that and just made it like now they have to pat, like finish their science project, so they go and like get a bunch sure. of scientists from sure, throughout sure. history or whatever. Yeah, this I, movie I think is cool because it doesn't do that in the way that like Empire Strikes Back isn't just them doing the same thing. It's okay. just taking the characters, putting them in a new situation, and seeing what they do and how they interact with like a whole new set of characters in a different yeah okay. setting okay. and situation. And, and I think that, they pull it off so well. That's the part that I disagree with, is they did not pull it off well. I agree with what you're saying with, with the approach and what they're attempting to do. I just, they didn't execute properly. To me, it's all summarized by that final climactic scene at the Battle of the Bands, which fundamentally just feels like if you go to an amusement park and they're doing a performance of a movie. Yeah. It feels it, like that Terminator yeah, at Universal yeah, Studios. Exactly. <laughs> like it, they could that's have really done, funny. they could have done so much more with that and they didn't. And that's what I felt like with the whole movie. Like it just, I felt like the movie was overly plotty for like the first one was simple. They have mm-hmm. to finish their science pro- or their uh, history project. Period. Mm-hmm. And then they just go off. This one, they have to win the Battle of Bands. They have to save the princesses. And they have to figure out... I, I, they have to wander through the fucking afterlife, right? Like, mm-hmm. all of it, like, it just... I it, it was too heavy with, like, stuff happening. Like, the opening sequence of the movie felt like they had... They were trying to do a, a build a world that didn't need to exist, right? Like... There was all of this stuff. Like the happening. future world? The future world. Okay. Like they have all those big foam outfits and they've gone over the top campy about how the world is is designed around Bill and Ted and they got the even, even what I love about that is that even like their shoes look like those big giant yeah. puffy shoes that they have look like the shoes that Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted are wearing. Which I, <laughs> it, that's so uh, it just kind of annoyed me. But I and then, like, the, the bad guy comes in, and, like, it, it was just all this stuff happening that didn't, like... I, I, I see, get where they're getting to the point where they get the robots, and, and I did like that. And I like... There were parts in it where I'm like, this is what they were trying to, to, to get. Like, they're mm-hmm. doing all this other shit to get to here. And then... Yeah. And I don't... I mean, I'm not going to offer, like, a better way to do it. I just... It didn't feel like they executed well. I just I, didn't. See, uh, like... I think the difference is, is when we saw this in our lives, right? Like, Probably. Because I was younger when I saw the first one, and you were younger when, you know, I, I guess I, well, you were I, even younger than I was. How yeah. old were you when this came out? 
like 11? Three. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait a minute. How old are you? I'm 31. Okay, so you were super young. So you didn't even see it till you were- No, yeah, it was three. Okay. No, okay. four. No, huh. three. Whatever, how 91. Did number, how did, number, how did, how did numbers, numbers work? How did numbers work? So it's not even just that. I, I don't know. I, I it, it. The idea of them traveling through the afterlife, I do like that. Mm-hmm. I like Bill and Ted's- I like the idea of it being called Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Yeah, right? that was like, like the working title. And that- I can see why you'd have to drop that because they're only in hell for a brief period. Yeah. And maybe they should have been there for longer. Maybe they should have done more with that. Like, I like the art direction of this movie. Like, it's, yeah, it me is too. really cool the way they. I remember that being an off putting memory of the film of like, mm-hmm. but I think that was just tied to those foam outfits. Like, those foam outfits just are ridiculous. <laughs> they're ridiculous. But I do, I do like the like interactions between like uh, Rufus and. Uh, Denomalos, Denom- like, <laughs> what's his name? Because he's his old gym teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? His name is like, uh, oh yeah, Chuck Denomalos. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I like their interaction where he's like, time time will tell, and Rufus is like, time has told. Yeah. <laughs> like I like, I think the dialogue is really funny, and I think the dialogue really, uh, I just think there's, I think there's just a lot of like I, funny, cool touches and aspects of the movie that kind of like I, I can feel them and I know what you're saying but I yeah the, the reason I still don't I, I it's not as good as excellent adventure like that there's no comparison in my head and it's not that great on its own it's just not that great and part of that is like like excellent adventure the future world is this like mysterious thing and there's just like a brief interaction and they're like it, it opens and he just says it's time mm-hmm. and rufus who is apparently in the same time period as he is in the beginning of this movie is dressed in a trench coat gets in the thing and flies back in time mm-hmm. this movie opens somewhere in that same time period because it's rufus living in that world mm-hmm. and he's dressed in a foam outfit that's all futuristic and even the time travel thing is different like i like to think it was pajama day at school <laughs> No, everyone is walking around out on that square, yeah, just p- like that was pajama that was day the, in no, the world. No, that was the university. That was like the quad at the university. It, it was pajama day for everybody. It felt like <laughs> it felt more like Return of the Jedi, like where they were trying to gear it towards like super young audience and just be like silly. And huh. the the first one didn't feel like it was it was loose and goofy, but it didn't seem silly. This one just seemed like. Well, they were just trying to be silly. And then when they get into the actual crux of the Bill and Ted shit, like playing Clue with death and giving him a Melvin, like that kind of stuff. But it, by then it was just like, ugh, whatever. I, I lo- I, there's not a lot about this movie that I don't like. I think it's so good. Like, I think all of the jokes are really, like, I think the, yeah, the stuff with death is amazing. That stuff is good. That's some Bill and Ted shit, but it. I I love, I love Bill and Ted in this movie. So were you, okay, this, I can't, I can't get past this. Like, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, rewatching it again for the nth time Mm -hmm. for the podcast a few weeks ago, I was like, jumping up and down on my seat and like laughing and mm-hmm. full of like I like every minute of that movie made me happy the the like the tension to detail that they were using and like the the jokes were smart and subtle and this one I you know halfway through I'm like I'm don't I don't feel like that like I'm like oh that's cute yeah okay that that's how I feel watching both of them. I oh, just I think yeah. they're I think they're really good uh just like companion pieces to each other. It it, it makes me I, I was returning to my initial trepidation about the third one coming out after seeing the rewatching the second one. I was like, huh. oh shit. They're potentially gonna fuck this up. 
See, and they really and I like they lean into the the f joke, right? Like they really lean into the the. Yeah, you know, they drop it twice. Well, they drop it more than twice, and then the rap no, they at do, the end. They did do they do only it, drop it twice? They do okay, it twice. Well, and then the the rap at the end also relies on it that the whatever they call it the death rap. Like if I I watched all the Wait, way through the, the end of the rap. credit, the credits are playing and they have the death the death rap like the rap the rap song like they whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you not watch through the whole credit sequence? Of course not. Oh my god! What is this a Marvel movie? <laughs> are you out of your mind? <laughs> anyway, they they use it as a cut in there. <clears throat> oh, when they, they call it the death rap. I, or maybe I'm calling it the death rap. I don't. It was some. It was the mix. The the remix of whatever song. Oh, Reaper rap. Reaper rap. Yeah. Hold on. Um, I want to hear this. Well, okay. No, this is the Reaper rap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, they, this plays, I don't know, after God made rock and roll for you. Huh. And they, they use it a lot in that? Yeah. There's just, oh, they, gotcha. you know, they just use it as a funny, because they're using clips from the movie. Yeah. Which is just, you know, that doesn't age well. That's no. fine. And and I do hope, I presume they will make some effort to uh, address that, mm-hmm. the, the, the aloofness with which they were just throwing that word around in 91 versus whatever. I, I, I am curious to see what they're going to do with this. The third one, but Me too. I um, really, I like the premise of it. I think I the premise I, of I'm it is intentionally cool. not paying attention to any of it. I want to, I know. And I'm intentionally not going to elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I, I feel to enjoy this movie, you, you have to just set aside any critical thought and just be like, okay, <laughs> And and that's fine. The first movie was the same way because I mean, yeah, it only takes a minute to like be like, eh, it doesn't make sense. You can't, you know, you know, yeah. Like even the final sequence, which is a Universal Studios show that you would see for eleven dollars in every 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 hour as a new new adventure, and you come in and file in and watch them perform on stage, right? Like mm-hmm. they even play that like when you know we'll come back later and put the thing here, and then well I'll come back later and put the thing like, mm-hmm. and they they put a stop to it, but. It, it makes it quickly quickly throws in your face of like yeah this could go on forever right like each mm-hmm. one of them going well but then I'm gonna do this and it, it just it falls flat it doesn't it didn't have there was something less joyful in all of this movie than in the first one I don't I don't know how else to put it I well it, it I definitely do feel like it's a little bit more cynical it's a little bit more. I don't even mind the cynical because the first one, you know, there's there's darkness to it. Like there's a whole sequence that could have gone even darker with when they think when he thinks Ted is dead. Right. But the, and this one like leans into that more. I think. I think this one a little bit, but then it's because they do both actually die. They do die. <laughs> well, and and think about it. Like the the robots after they kill him, the robot evil robot Bill and Ted's, which is a great idea, and I loved that, and I loved how crazy they were when they were just back at the apartment destroying. Oh stuff. yeah, that's great. fun. That's hilarious. Yeah, and all of this stuff and the special effects. They did a lot of really cool, quick tricks that I, yeah. I appreciated a lot. Like the head in the trash can and stuff like that. The head that. in the trash can was cool. Even the when they're leading the real Bill and Ted's out the door the mm-hmm. first time when before they've revealed that the robots or whatever, there's a trick. And I, I was just like, oh, shit. They just somehow cut while they were in motion because you can see when they're first walking that the two main actors are in front and there's two clear body stand-ins right, right behind them and somewhere within two steps forward 
that shifts and the cut is so seamless you don't see it. They, so, there's a couple of scenes where they're like together with their yeah alter egos that are done very well. Look really good. They look really good for especially for '91. Yeah, and that's part of what I really appreciate about the first movie was the special effects felt so for the time like really great and yeah and these those sequences notwithstanding didn't quite feel like that with the the, the costuming i think m- perhaps had they not done so far over the top with those fucking foam costumes i wouldn't be quite because <laughs> i mean look at rufus's outfit he's yeah. got he the ridiculous. semblance of a trench coat but it's just like foam straps like yeah the fuck is that like yeah. somebody somebody who's been like rain it back about 85 no they look the, the future the people in the future look preposterous i, I will concede that point and and that <laughs> bums me out because there's no purpose to that other than to like set this tone of silliness that doesn't doesn't need to be there and doesn't fit i think it but i feel like it does fit yeah. i feel like the kind of like like the color palette of this movie is different and like, and the, I really like how intentional that is. They, they do a really great job with that. And, yeah. and the, the natural effects of taking their costumes, they're very clear. Like they, they have very clear outfits. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. They were more distinct than in the first one. And that's intentional because then they're going to fuck around with them and they had to use it. So you could see when they're little kids, they're exactly dressed like that. Mm-hmm. But then when they die and then they just put them in the muted colors and then just put some white powder on their faces so that they appear kind of black and white, kind of just not in the world. Mm-hmm. That's great. That yeah. Was, that was so subtle and like, what an interesting way to do it. One of my favorite parts of the movie too is when they are like walking around as like, you know, uh, like in, in their incorporeal uh, uh-huh. forms when they possess the Ted's dad. Ted's dad. Yeah, yeah that seems pretty good. Yeah, like, I like that. That, what you, <laughs> I totally possess my dad. <laughs> well, and those actors do a great job of embodying the goofiness of the, of the oh, yeah. two, the, the, uh, the Especially Ted's dad. Yeah. Especially Ted's dad does like a really good Keanu Reeves impression. Well, and then that other guy, the sergeant, he was in some horror movie in that same time period. I feel like just seeing him, he's just creepy to me because I think he was in like scanners or something. So he just. Yeah. I think that's right. But yeah, that, that that scene was, that was cool. And there's a, there's cool stuff. I, it's not, I I see what they're trying to do. I'm just like, it just didn't hit for me, which bums me out because I, I was, it was just like, I, I, set aside just just enjoy the film and i just kept getting taken out by things and the thing to me with this with this movie is you either have to just embrace yeah what it is yeah yeah or not and if you can't embrace it then it's probably not going to work but i guess that's what it is is yeah i'm and it feels that's why i feel like it misses the mark because i want to i I really because i love bill and ted i want Mm -hmm. to just just fucking roll with it and it just it feels too plodding. It feels too like mm, I. Mm, mm. That's kind of what. That's kind of the thing that I like about it. Just why? Why as, is that? As like a companion piece to like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I think like that one being light on plot and this one being like a little bit more. I don't, uh, I don't agree. I don't. I, I I like that this one is more. It's bog. It's a journey. Like I like that this movie is more of a journey. Like they are. Kind of like having to go on like this like small odyssey. I and then I think at the end it does come together in a really nice way. Because I feel like they, again the princesses get short shrift. Like even though they're more more, they're char- definitely in it more. They, even though their characters <laughs> are more in it, they're still like they don't really have they don't have characters. They don't have characteristics. They don't do anything. Yeah, they don't do anything. They're there to be damsels in distress. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. I do hope in the third one they kind of like 
they're still married and they have kids. So like, you know this or you hope this? Uh, I, oh, sorry, I know this. Uh, that's fine. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't really care about. It. But you know, they're still married. So like, I hope that that at that point they can kind of give them more stuff. Yeah, more I, stuff to do. I mean, because why go out of your way to like? Their their relationships are weird, right? Like, a why did they? They're the only characters. They're the only performers that they replace with new actors, right? Yeah, which I thought was weird. Yeah, because it's only two years later. Why neither of those two women could come back and do this film? It seems odd to me. By like, the way, I think the one who plays uh, Elizabeth, Princess Elizabeth, the brunette one, uh-huh. I think she is such a smoke show. What do you mean? I, she's so hot, so attractive. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, are you like she's fake? I don't, I don't understand. No, no, no. I think I've had like the biggest crush on but her. I thought the ones since I was a kid in, in Excellent Adventure are far more attractive. If if you're just going off of like, because there's in Excellent Adventure, they they are really only there for that one scene, and then Rufus brings them at back the at end. the very end. Yeah. Um, and the the brunette from the original is also the woman from Better Off Dead, who is quite cute quite fetching oh yeah they're great they're also great but i i like i think the the, the i'm Elizabeth more I, as far as just like physical well, you get attraction. to see her more and she does more stuff right like the other one's just like a picture in the corner for a minute sure but um but even at the end of the battle of the bands and they're like come out and they're introducing everybody they don't introduce the princesses they introduce death or the <laughs> reaper and they introduce station and then they don't introduce the princesses and you're like all right what are we supposed to just understand they're part of wild stallion all over already but that's a good. That's they that's introduce funny. the babies. That's interesting. Yeah, but they don't introduce their wives. That's interesting, huh? <laughs> Which I I get that's as no just like kind of <laughs> like an oversight, but I, it's like Chewbacca not getting a medal at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, why? What, this guy's done a lot of shit here. You yeah, know? and I, I I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a, that's that's kind of bizarre. But I do I do like at least from like a thematic standpoint. I feel like at the end they kind of do kind of. At the end of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, they don't really learn anything other than at, <laughs> su- at some point they're going to do great things. That's true. Excellent at, Adventure has no point to it other but, than to pass that one test. But but that's part of why I dig it because it's like that's it. So do I. But there's like the whole scene at the end of, in the garage where yeah. like they're kind of like pondering what the future holds. No, they're not. They and, just go to play, and then Rufus goes, "They get better." No, 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 no. Before Rufus gets there, they're oh, sitting in the yeah, garage, right. and you know, and Keanu Reeves is like, you know, like. We went on this like crazy adventure and like, what do we, yeah, we we're what do we even, have to show for it? Yeah. You know, like our lives haven't really changed that much. We're still here in this garage. What does that even mean? And we mean? suck at music. And, yeah. And you're right. And then they're like, we sh- maybe we should get better. And then, and then Rufus comes and gives them new guitars. Yeah. <laughs> and <women>. But then <laughs> sometime down the line, like how long I wonder, I, I, I'm assuming, no, two years. This is supposed to be contemporary. It's supposed to be 91. The first one was supposed to be 89. This one's supposed to be 91. Yeah. But with the one weird, the one inconsistency I see with that is that because they, they do introdu- introduce Joanna and Elizabeth when they're auditioning for Battle of the Bands. Right. And Ted says celebrating, I think, I think he says their fifth year in the 20th century. Hmm. Does he uh, say fifth? I didn't. I catch think that. he says fifth, but then I looked it up, and because I was like, well, that would mean this is supposed to be in '93. Yeah. Well, wait. When did Bill Excellent no, Adventure come on? '89. So then this that would have to be '94. So that doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't make sense that that would be. I I don't know. Well, I thought it was maybe like a Terminator Two thing where it takes place like a couple of years in the future for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but but the 
put the future world at 2691? Like, why would they pick 91 if they weren't trying to go exactly 700 years in the future? Yeah, I don't know. I just It's just something I noticed that I'd never really thought of before. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's supposed to be 91. I think it's, they've been there for two years. But there's... Uh, uh, <laughs> God, now I forget. What, I lost my train of thought. But oh, the th at the end of Bogus Journey, I like that they yeah, kind okay. of come. Something's... Yeah, there's a point to it. Like the journey had a point where they kind of could get to a point where they, like, they finally believe in themselves. Like they sure. feel like they believe in themselves enough to go on to like write the song that's going to change the world. <laughs> and I think that's kind of a cover of a Kiss song. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that's I like. I it. get. I I do feel you. I feel you there. Um, they, but like, it they, doesn't make sense that they would end the first one and be like, "Well, we need to figure this shit out." And then the second one starts two years later, and they haven't done fuck all to do that. Like they're at the battle of the bands, but they still suck. Well, because because they're still them. You know what I mean? They're still these like dopey slackers that don't really know how to get anything accomplished. Yeah. Right. And they know they're supposed to write this like huge song. Uh, well, I think it's just their band. They're just supposed to be the most important band in the sure. history of mankind. I love the the line with uh, Miss Woodrow, uh, where she's like, "Pam Greer, yeah, Pam Greer." Yeah. I what? love that. That's Pam Greer. Is that Pam Greer? It is. Uh, I love that. Um, I assume you're talking about the woman who runs the Battle of the Bands. Yes. Yeah, that's Pam Greer, who who is later revealed to be Rufus. Yeah. In a Pam Greer costume. Yeah. Very. That's very odd. But that's <laughs> odd. But it explains because I took a note of like, why would she even give these guys? A I was like, they work at pretzels and cheese. Yeah, exactly. That's, I you was fool? like, that makes no sense. <laughs> so I did appreciate that they came back and revealed that that was Rufus all along. Yeah. Like, all right, that makes what, sense. Would anybody else have ever <laughs> yeah. given you guys a no, shot? And that that did feel like a glaring plot hole that was nice that they, they yeah. like addressed but, it. But I love when she's <laughs> talking to them. Wait, and she's like, you guys keep telling me you're supposed to be the biggest band in yeah, the world. Yeah. And yet, like, you guys can't even play. And they're just like, yeah, we don't get it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. That's why I'm saying it's like having a toss with your stepdad. Like, yeah. all the elements are there. It just doesn't have the same emotional feeling to it. It just it just didn't Yeah. See, didn't and I resonate think, with it. I think this one does just because I, I like the feeling. I, I like that they're trying to kind of portray that feeling of feeling like you're destined to do great things, like big, great things and just not being able to get it to come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. And I, to me that has, uh, some like real, like emotional weight to it. Well, okay. Here's, and here's so a... I like the care, like just really quick. Sorry. But, no, no. uh, I like how they characterize Bill and Ted in this movie a lot. too. What do you mean? I like that they're still essentially the same characters, but they've kind of also grown a little bit more cynical just because they have knowledge of the future and it hasn't happened for them yet. I don't see how they're cynical. Where, where do you get that? I just feel like they have a little bit more of like... Like an entitlement? Because I don't not, feel like No, not do. entitlement. Just a, a little bit more of uh, uh, darkness to them. Like I feel like... Um, especially Bill, it, like Bill. For one, Bill is much funnier in this movie than in Excellent yeah, Adventure. Yeah, he is. And Al Quinter, he is, he is very funny in this movie. Yeah, yeah, and I, that, yeah. I, like his performance, I, I, I think Keanu Reeves is, of course, great in it. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I just chuckled because I just realized I wasn't really paying attention to his performance at all. I just like, I think, I, I, I think he is great too. But I think they're both great. But I think Alex Winter actually turned in. Like he's just a little bit more defined. Yeah, he's got a little bit more like of his own 
characteristics because he was a little bit more of the straight man. Yeah, like he's a one. little bit smarter than Ted. He's yeah. obviously like the ringleader, <laughs> you know. And this one, he's just like, it's more of like a Dumb and Dumber scenario yeah, 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 yeah. where they're both kind of, like he gets to have his like weird fun moments too. Yeah. Um. Well, like in Hell. Yeah. Like when his Hell is having to kiss his grandma. Horrifying. Horrifying. That's him. He plays the grandma. I know. I didn't realize I that until I was watching the, the credit sequence because I watched all the way through the credits, Brett. And really quick, just while we're on Alex Winter, did you ever see his movie that came out a couple years so. after this, uh, Freaked? No. We, we will be talking about it down the really? road because <laughs> Keanu Reeves has a, a- Oh, he's a cameo? It's a like an extended cameo. He's <laughs> in the movie a bit. Um, in full dog makeup prosthetics. It's like a movie about circus freaks, uh, like mutant circus freaks. I do freaks. remember that movie. I never saw it. That Alex it. Winter wrote and directed it with his like uh, creative partner. Huh. And it's a bizarre movie, and it's very... I can see where that... How that movie could have been spawned out of this one, because it's got <laughs> similar aesthetics to this one, but okay. like through an Alex Winter filter, which is, it's bizarre. Alex Winter it's, filter. No, straight up, dude. It's so bizarre. He had, I looked at, he had a show on MTV called Idiot Box okay. for one season from like 92 to 93. Okay. okay. And it's so right after this. Right after this. Okay. And it is bizarre. Huh. It's like. I feel like I would remember that. Although, no, that was when I was like Poe guy working at a, as a dishwasher and drinking liquor all the time so. <laughs> MTV it, having cable wasn't high on my, my I, list either. yeah and I could see why it only lasted one season sure. it wasn't very good but it was interesting for sure hmm. and you could, they were definitely trying to do something different with it for hmm. sure it just didn't work I, I'm down for an idiot box I can see where that just, yeah. just what he was trying to do with that but, but so I think him Alex Winter in Bogus Journey I think just has like a lot of really like like the, when they're at the seance, right? When they're at the seance, and uh, the seance is a is a good. I don't. I mean, well, this, they they get to the seance, and their first comment is, "Does this stuff ever even like?" They're like, yeah. making fun of them in the room, yeah, because it never works. So they're going to go in there and fuck with them, and and then use it to communicate. Uh-huh. But then magically, she is actually able to make the seance work by opening up some ne- Necronomicon book that she's had all <laughs> along. Then even though she's a ditzy. Beverly Hills uh, wife, she's suddenly able to like conjure up the dead and send them down to hell. Like, I was like, what? This, this one scene ago, they were just commenting on how this is all a bunch of bullshit. No, they say, does this stuff actually work? And, and, yeah, and they're what, like, no. Well, no, what I was, no. what I, what I was, the, I love Bill's line where he's like, it worked in The Exorcist, one and three. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, all right, we might as well give it a shot then. Well, yeah. That's what's funny. It's not that they, they don't say, no, it doesn't work. They say it works. It, in, it yeah. works in our culture, like in a pop culture reference that we know. Yeah. And so let's just give it a shot and yeah. maybe it'll work. And it just, it happens to work. But I love when uh, Ted is like, and we can totally see down your shit. Yeah, and yeah, Bill's yeah. like, that's, dude, that's your mom, dude. That's so perfect. He's like, yeah. oh, you totally can't. <laughs> I know, and I do love that they carry that joke forward of just like, now she's your mom, so you gotta treat her yeah, some kind I, of reverence. That's so fucking funny to me, and I <laughs> hope they continue that joke in the third yeah, one. Yeah, that'd of be like, awesome. The fact that, and Bill's dad is only in this movie for one, yeah, one he frame. Yeah, that, that, like he takes a drink <laughs> of the beer and stumps yeah, off. and he looks like shit. Oh, that is funny. Because I, I do remember that in the theater, watching this the first time, I was like, I thought that was Ted's dad, and then they referenced him like, that's a weird joke. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I love it too. And oh, just 
and so getting the other thing I really just want to mention really quick while we're kind of in the like frame of the the uh-huh. seance when they are falling down to hell uh-huh. that is one of my I love that I love that scene I do too. so I love that too. so much yeah, I think fact, it's so funny that was the sequence that stuck stuck out to me the longest time after seeing it the first time I was like that bit where they're falling forever is pretty good yeah that's, that's a good <laughs> and even like that joke is funny and then to have the funny twenty questions joke in it where it's like are you a mineral yeah are you a tank yeah well yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. That's like such good. Like they would be great in an improv team together because yeah. they do such good A to C stuff. <laughs> like, are you a mineral? Yes. Are you a tank? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But um, I, I mean, get. I guess kind of going back to the beginning of the movie, I like. I really like the setup of the movie. I think it's a good setup. I think. All of- I, see, I don't. It's too plot driven. the 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 setup of the first one is it's time, and then they go into the story. Mm-hmm. And this one's like all this stuff, and like they're they're throwing in the gags of how to study in the future, and 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 giving you no need to give us a sense of the world in the future. There's no purpose to that. We've already got the sense that Bill and Ted's influenced the future. That's all we need to know, mm-hmm. because what they've done with that makes no sense. Like. We're not going to have that much one-to-one correlation to 700 years ago right, in but, the future. That's stupid. But that's fine. It's a cartoon, right? It's basically yeah. trying to be a live an, live action cartoon. Yeah. And then just all the stuff with, with the neck. What's the guy's name? The bad guy coming Denominos. in. Denominos. Denominos. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I, I it, it, uh, okay. In the world where time travel exists, Rufus is right. Like he's, it's already happened, right? Like so, in in Bill in the Excellent Adventure, they're like, okay, this is the time we have to make sure they pass this test. In this one, they're behaving as though this is a new thing, and then the the evil robots going back in time is new, and it's a wrinkle that they aren't anticipating, and that's why Rufus has to go save them. And <clears throat> that doesn't make sense in the the way they've structured time travel. There's no surprises, right? This like him coming in like that would all be understood by history already. Yeah, I mean you can't you definitely don't want to pull on the time thread too much because it doesn't make sense. It, but yeah. but in, it's like the same way that like T2, the time doesn't travel and that doesn't make sense either. Right? Yeah. Because in in the first terminator Kyle Reese says we'd want we'd yeah. want and they sent back a terminator at the like at the last second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at the yeah. 11th hour. And so I went back to stop it yeah. in this time. So if that's the case, they wouldn't ha- like they wouldn't have time to send more back. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Kyle Reese would have told her like they yeah. sent. They actually sent two back. Yeah, so they, or they've sent dozens and dozens back if you've seen, seen the Dark Fate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. No, and you're right. But so, but to me, like that's something at the beginning where you kind of just, at least for me, like if you're gonna go with the movie, that's something you kind of just have to give the movie, like but, give it its premise, and then so instead of but so then it becomes Bill and Ted not having to overcome something within themselves like an excellent adventure like they ultimately have to have that presentation mm-hmm. the the that 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 part of the similarity there would be them learning their music and winning the battle of the bands which they don't even do but like they, they just, do learn their music but that has nothing to do with the movie they just <laughs> it just gets thrown in literally at the last minute well because i think what what the so mo- they so the, instead they're having to go through this side adventure that doesn't follow historically with what's 
going on in the 700 years in the future again like the what happened to the 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 three floating bodies who are like the in charge of everything right like it's a whole different world for some reason and they're not like we're at the time now where they have to defeat the robots and then learn battle of the bands they're just the next the next thing somewhere they say like the next thing's coming like the battle of the bands thing is coming and then those guys come in and send the robots in the back like i it just it feels like they they're trying to give more to it than they they needed like i don't they didn't need to have all of that stuff culminate right they didn't need to have them getting married to the princesses they didn't need to have them win the battle of the bands to have this be the thing like that could have just been a side thing that revealed itself to be the moment of truth that actually spawned the future that we have and really the adventure is this guy's sending some robots back to just kill Bill and Ted because he wants to take over the future. He's just going to kill them before they can do whatever they're going to do. Right. Like they, they try to like wedge it all into some like node in time unnecessarily. So it just kind of made it feel like there's just too much stuff going on and it's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's the way it felt to me. Okay. I, I can get that. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. Cause I do want to just go along for the ride. And, and when they're walking through the, afterlife after they after they've defeated the you know when they defeat the raper that that is fucking bill and ted stuff there right like the seventh seal that's like that's great what wait what is that the seventh seal that movie oh the ingmar bergman oh oh okay yeah 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 when they're playing death yeah yeah but but playing him at battleship and then playing him at clue and then (laughs) playing it to it like that's bill and ted shit and then going and walking through all the stuff with the reaper and that is one of i think that is one of the best scene like you know scenes in the movie which it, one when they're facing off against death yeah it's great and and what's that actor the guy who plays William Reaper? Sadler William Sadler he's a good third wheel for them right? oh yeah like the, no he I think he's actually like amazing in this movie yeah it's, I think he's so fucking good yeah he is really good he and he's really never good. done anything else like this like he's not like he's in that final sequence he's the the dad in that yeah, British family yeah, right yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh-huh. that's that's why I was watching the credits all the way through to the end honestly it was to oh. like confirm I was like I'm fairly sure that's him yeah also the villain in Die Hard 2 that's right yeah. okay okay <laughs> yeah ah oh, that's right yeah. that's right um I think I think he's actually yeah amazing in this movie I think every almost everything that he says is funny to me yeah he's great like he, the stuff when they are challenging him and it's like you know uh best two out of three best yeah. three to five and yeah. I love when Ted is like <laughs> you know like you played an excellent game and uh he's like don't patronize me and ted's like well whatever but you got a lot to learn about sportsmanship <laughs> it's so so funny well when they when they meet god and then he's like comes back he's like they they melvin <laughs> yeah that's that's a good and, and i like when he's like, like after they're uh when they're at like the gatekeeper in heaven he's they you know they do every rose has a thorn uh-huh and then, oh, and then Christ. death is like, you know, every rose has a thorn. And then as he's leaving, he's like mumbling to himself, like, how do I get myself into this yeah. ridiculous situation? Yeah. <laughs> is I love it. Like all of his that line stuff, deliveries are so good. Yeah. And, and that's like, I, I thought like the, 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 the hell portion was good. Like the, the hellfire and like mm-hmm. their own personal hells and how they, I don't even recall how they escape. Honestly. They, they have to face the reaper. They realize oh, that's that, right. They realize they have to face the reaper. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was good, but then the stuff in heaven, I was like, oh, I'm not as on board with this. Like the jokes were stupid. Like getting through like the the entry points, eh, that seemed kind of stupid. Like just what you were referencing, the like they they 
They mug, mug be like none of that makes sense. I, I I mean I understand what I'm saying that that's a ridiculous request for this to have to have it make any sense. Yeah. I just that's well, why it all just feels like they're trying to just. I feel like they're just trying to launch a cartoon as soon as it's over, which they did, right? Like, uh, the cartoon I think came before this. Did it? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's even more annoying because then they're <laughs> just trying to emulate a cartoon. At least well, if they were trying to like. Yeah, give the the foundation for a cartoon that will work. Would I be think one it. Thing. See, I think it's just more like they just wanted to go more over the top with it, and I'm okay. I, I'm okay with. I that. am okay with it too. I just didn't. I it didn't is, feel like they executed it. Yeah, right. like, and I, I, I feel I, I like okay the way it. they executed it. Yeah. I, I think they did a good job. I and I like in silos. They did in moments. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. But the God, way they right. it doesn't flow I, yeah. the way the first one did. I see, and to me, I just think. I like the comedy better in this one than in the I first one. I do not. I think the joke. No, come on. Like the whole clean in the house sequence. She's like, well, first clean the house. And they're all like. Bah, 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 and like all of that. Stuff. Yeah, I love that. That whole sequence is funnier than this whole fucking movie. No. Well, no. Yes. Because like, I think like the stuff like in hell is really funny. Yeah. And I think it's, it's like, okay. I think the dialogue in this movie is just funny, like from scene to scene. Like when they're climbing, like when they're like climbing up that the metal like dragon mouth in the mechanical dragon mouth in hell or okay. demon mouth. Uh-huh. And Bill's like, if we die, you can have my mega death collection. And Ted's right. like, but we're already dead. He's like, Oh, you can have it then. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Oh, thanks dude. <laughs> like, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. And I like the stuff that like Colonel Oates is saying, like while he's like, like when they're having to do pushups and, <laughs> And he's like, you're silky boys. Silk silk comes from the the butts of Chinese worms. And do get drop down and give me infinity. Give me infinity. I, like, can, I can't do infinity. Maybe man. if he lets him do his girly style, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I I that's what I mean. Like there are the bits in it do work. It just doesn't flow together as well as the first one. And no, and I I'm okay with you. I'm okay with that point. I'm yeah. just saying I think the jokes in this movie are just like sure. super duper solid. Some of them are throughout really the movie. You're right. And like, like when when they're going to build the robots, when Station's going to build the robots. Like, yeah. I, I was very disappointed, very disappointed with what they did with the with the good Bill and Ted robots. It, that really bummed me out. Like yeah, they, they just do one punch. Do one punch or two punches. Like, yeah, yeah, they they could have turned that. Me into hitting a you, thing. you hitting the floor. <laughs> they they should have gone. I I wish they would have gone further with that. They they like it felt like a whole build build build, and then it was just. You know, even the bad robots are like, well, looks like we're done for. Yeah. I, which, That's why that felt like a, a, a Universal Studios attraction thing of like, well, we've got 17 minutes to complete this entire narrative. My my reference point to that is kind of the, like, I would be okay if they would have done something else with it too, but I, I'm fine with what they do with it. Because to me, it kind of is like a, like a, Reference point for that for me is like something like the the lightsaber fight between Luke and Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi, where they could have done something like crazy with it, where Luke came and did like you know like, sure, just like mowed down all these like ATATs and like <laughs> was like you know like Superman Jedi type thing, and uh-huh. some people would have thought that was really cool, but instead they just make him like an astral projection, yeah, and it's just like a it's a pretty spoilers, quick, dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a pretty quick you know like yeah yeah. I don't uh, even remember it, so that's, yeah, it's just yeah. like a pretty quick thing. But it's like it's cool if you have if you look at it from like a certain perspective. If you can kind of like yeah, I, I felt not consistent with the movie though, right? Like if again, if the movie is doing all these like ridiculous things and like they build the robots and then they make the aesthetic choices to put things on there that make them distinctly Bill and Ted, which is just silly, yeah. right? Which is fine, and they're like clunky and all that. Then have them come out and do that thing where then suddenly they're clearly like 
breakdance level of like agile and like able to have like real fighting like because they're they're moving all boxy and then they're gonna yeah. have to fight like the, the sophisticated robot so then have it be like a sophisticated robot fight like I don't know. or at least something yeah i i mean i guess i i'm fine i'm but i'm fine with it like it's, it is it's it's a sticking it's a minor point yeah, it's yeah. fine it's it's fine at that point it's like all right <laughs> fucking ever and I do like that that's how they win Battle of the Bands, basically, is they just put on this ridiculous show at the beginning, which I like thinking of being in that audience and being like, what the fuck is happening? I just saw Primus. They're way better than this. But, but I would, yeah, that would have been, I think being in the audience with that, it's the, it's the, it's the same thing as like their history report. It's uh-huh. like, uh-huh. it ends up being like this the big spectacle. Spectac- it's mm-hmm. the spectacle of it that ends up being kind of what sure. wins p- people over. Because yeah. by the time... And no, I love it. That's yeah. I love that they do. They set up basically the same kind of ending where they're gonna put on like just put all this shit in people's faces, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's the Grim Reaper up there. Okay, yeah. Um, I I also do really like the Grim Reaper when he's getting out of like when they get to battle the bands, uh-huh. and like uh, they're like Station, you did an excellent job with these robots, and Death is like, oh yeah, um. Excuse me? Uh, yeah, I made the I wigs. I made the wigs? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, you're, like, you're just, oh, you're overlooking me. Like, he... <laughs> and I, I love when they're at the, the hardware store getting all this stuff to make the robots. Oh, yeah. And the guy's smoking in there. He's like, I'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. That's a good funny. That's a good funny. Yeah, I like that a lot. And uh, it, it's, when they're like, not to, me- like, to station, when they're like, not to mention, you, like, you're, you're a gigantic Martian butt. Oh and my Dennis god! Like, I did write uh, that down. Don't overlook my butt. <laughs> <laughs> don't overlook my butt. I do. I actually. Re- oh, he says reaping burns a lot of calories. <laughs> <laughs> I really like I, it. I really like all that stuff. I it it's fine. It just it, it again. It's just it doesn't give me the same joyful like. I don't want to stop watching like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure is one of those. Like I can't stop watching this movie. Like if it's on, if I had cable and it pop on, I'd just be like, I gotta, I gotta spend the next, at least to the next commercial break here. I can't move. Yeah. This one I'd be like that. And that's funny because that is how I feel about this one. I feel, I'm sure I can tell. And it just doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't resonate for me that way. It just doesn't. That's a, it feels like a poor, it just doesn't. I, I feel like my analogy at the beginning is just, exactly summarizes my feeling. I, I, I can definitely, I definitely get that. And to me, the funny thing to me is that I like, that's like, just to go, go off your analogy, I to me, it's like your chosen family, right? Like you can have, you can have a father figure in your life that's not your biological dad, but you can sure. still form these deep, <laughs> oh meaningful connections with, dark. right? <laughs> not like tied to Villain Ted's excellent adventure, like but I'm just saying, just to go off that analogy, like this movie might not be. It's just not as good. If you're not gonna it, connect, if you can't connect with it, you can't connect with it. Like, and there's just, I mean, I for, I certainly have movies like that for me that I I know. I mean, that, that's kind of like my own private Idaho. That was something like, you yeah, know, so yeah, just yeah, yeah. That, that episode doesn't come out till next week. But just to preview my thoughts on that, like I had a hard time. I could. We both did. Yeah, we both did. We had a hard time connecting with it the way that like a lot of people yeah. we know do, and but like we could see why people would and, connect and, with it. And uh, same with this. I yeah. can't. I just I I put more thought into it than it deserves because I knew that we were gonna have like a, a discussion right. about this. 
But I will say I appreciate that you can at least see why oh, people yeah, would yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And and when I'm like, it, I guess actually in moments like that, if it's just on for a minute, it's actually more enjoyable. It's the full thing together. Where I'm just like, oh, it's not holding itself together. But like yeah. watching like 20 minute it's parts certain, of it would be just like, yeah, this is funny. It's yeah. certainly, stru- it's structured in a way that is kind of like, like vignette style. Where it's like they're in this situation and then they're in this situation and then they're in this situation and then and so on and so forth. And each each little like place that they're at has its own like little part to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that yeah. So like the begin well, also too, I love the interactions their interactions with the robot versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think me those too. are really great. Like when they get when they get out of the van in the desert and, <laughs> and they're they, driving out there and they're like, Shut up, Pit shut up, Bill and like, yeah. man. That other version, your future version of you is such a dick. Yeah, and he's like, I gotta be more. Con- I gotta learn to be more considerate of myself. <laughs> uh, but I love when they get out there and the robots show that they're robots and that they're gonna kill them. Uh-huh. And they, the robots start doing the air guitar thing, yeah. and then and the, they all join they, in. And yeah. Instinctively, they just like join in because they're just like so, like they're just like it's so cool that there's robot versions of us. <laughs> yeah, I like that too, and I love that they're watching that episode of Star Trek. Yes, and then they get taken. And those then they get clips. taken. This, yeah. I love that. That yeah. is such a smart little joke. I, I really appreciate. I know. That. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and I I love the uh, like the interactions that the evil robot uses have. Um, with each other, with each other, and yeah. with other people throughout yeah. is really yeah. funny. It's great. I like their interactions I, I, with Denomalos when they're like, just like, well, how he's it, just like, I hate them so much. You and made us. Yeah, you programmed us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I love all that stuff. I think it's just really, I think it's well done, just well executed. Ah, uh, where's the thing? It, the, I feel. Wait a minute. I feel like, in a way, the the obnoxiousness of the evil robots is more accurate to the way Bill and Ted type people in the real world would oh, actually yeah. be, right? Absolutely. They're just fucking cocky dicks. Yeah, absolutely. That's... And like with the princes, they're like, okay, whatever, you're going to put out, now it's time to do it. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like that. Like, yeah, we used that's... to be pussweeds, but now we're in metal, so get over here and put out. It's... <laughs> yeah. I, I, it always bothered me that the party they're throwing at the beginning, which is for what purpose again? It's for Joanna and Elizabeth. It's, but what is it's their, their, what do they say? It's like their hundred hundredth and sixty five or no, five hundredth uh, and something birthdays. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it always bothered me that everyone's drinking Pepsi. Like that always annoyed me because they're Bill and Ted. They're nineteen twenty years. They're gonna be drinking beer at the right. house, and but Alex Winter is drinking a beer. Yeah, Bill is drinking a beer, so which makes it even all the more peculiar that everyone but him is drinking a Pepsi. I, I, that well, always took me out, and I understand that's just a well. A, and then when the thing. when the evil robot uses get there, he that evil Bill also grabs a beer. Does he? Yeah, he grabs a wounded soldier, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> and just starts oh, drinking. Just off it. The, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're just doing every like that sequence where he's just throwing the food at his face. Yeah, yeah. love that. Yeah, it's so. <laughs> It's so funny because yeah. it just what the fuck are they doing? Like they're they're obviously just like, okay, well you guys just kind of destroy just the dips. room, so they're just like, wah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I do like the upside down cake, and he's just like, Ugh. yeah, just like there's the extra just, emphasis, yeah. <laughs> and and Ted is just winging every plate at the at that, yeah. That's a fun sequence, and that would have been super fun to film. I'm sure yeah. it was super fun to destroy that apartment. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I love the, I yeah. They're just like. 
it's funny because it kind of does show just how charming Bill and Ted as characters are. Yeah. Just that they're so. Which uh, was in the first. And, yeah. And, no. Yeah. But it just it emphasizes it carries it. through. Yeah, it yeah. Carries through. And and I I appreciate I I get why they're doing the like. I, I can see Denomalos coming in and then taking over the the uh, airwaves so that everyone across the planet sees their performance. Like that's a that's a nifty like. Oh, okay. Now I see. You know. Now we see why they influence the entire world. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Um, it is silly. I I don't I I'm having a hard time saying it's silly that they play the music and it changes the world right that second because who fucking cares? This is Bill and Ted's world. I I love <laughs> just speaking of that, like them changing the world. I love I love all the newspaper headlines and magazines. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That like one of my favorites is um when it's like death wins the Indy 500 and then his quote is I didn't know I could run that fast <laughs> yeah those are weird like throwaway jokes at the end of the movie like that's, but I love that it's a whole strange sequence and little did they know like print media would be fucking doomed within 20 years yeah so, like that clearly doesn't matter and it's like yeah and like wild stallions first band to play in space and stuff like that oh. and there's just like a bunch of them that are just like funny yeah just kind of throwaway things yeah. That, it's, it, it, yeah but i love that stuff like that's what i love about like the simpsons is there's yeah. just like a bunch of throwaway jokes just kind of like yeah hidden throughout yeah yeah no, so I, I yeah that type of stuff is funny but I, again i felt like there was more of that in the first movie and it was smarter i mean because uh, even that even that they're just throwing them up there as sequences that you're watching on the side as the, the credits roll mm-hmm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think there also there's a, I think there's a lot of jokes throughout Bogus Journey too, though. Mm-hmm. And I oh, think, you know, there is. You, yeah, 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 there's a lot of them. Just like I don't know. Yeah, did I have, did I have anything specific? I think just but, by the way, I didn't write down any notes for this. This is all. I'm just going right yeah, from the heart. You watched baby. it like three times. I watched. Well, I actually watched it like two and a half. Okay. I. Uh, yeah. No, I already said this. I said this. No, I. I just. <laughs> It's just an emotional reaction, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it resonates with you in a way that it just doesn't for me, man. Right. It, yeah, I guess, and that's, I guess that's all right. It is fine. I mean, it, it's fine. I, my chip on my shoulder about it is the first time, and I'm sure I said this in our previous podcast, but I'll say it again, that I, I had the Leonard Malton movie book, right? Oh, yeah. And he had given Bogus Journey mm-hmm. two stars, and he gave Excellent Adventures zero stars. And I was like, no fucking way would you rate this movie higher than the first one. Mm-hmm. Everything about the first movie is superior to this movie from a critical aspect, right? Like the story's tighter, the 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 way that this, the scenes flow together, the pacing of the film, everything about the first movie is from a cinematic aspect superior with the exception of maybe the costuming and the color design, but... It had smart costuming and color design in the first one too. It was just more natural. This one, I, I just, I didn't that. Ever since I saw that, I've had a chip on my shoulder about like, that's an, it's not the superior Bill and Ted. There's no fucking way. And that was why when you said it, I was like, <laughs> no, no, no way, <laughs> no way, Brett. Well, I get that, and I think actually like Roger Ebert rated it like he didn't review the first movie and he rated Bogus Journey like. Two and a half stars or something like that. Whatever I, his rate or but two thumbs the, up or whatever. And I I I went in trying to be so as clear, open. So clearly you're wrong. 
fucking about the critical i'm not though that's the i think the problem was the first one came out and the people nobody paid any attention to it because it was just some stupid movie yeah and then the sequel comes out and keanu's become keanu right he's at point break my own private idaho and so people have seen river's edge at that point so it's gonna trickle into those fucking review shows Mm -hmm. and they're like "Eh, this this movie's better than the first one and you're like no, no, it's not. But they're not going to go back and rewatch the first one with a new eye because they're true. they're trying to keep up with what's coming out every year. So, um, speaking of which, this movie, just to kind of give you an idea of like the reception to it at the time, uh, it was made for twenty million bucks. I don't know. If, did you look at this stuff? I, I forgot it, to look. It yeah. uh, it made thirty eight million. Not bad. How not, did the first one do? Uh, the first one was more or less the same. It was just cheaper. Oh, but it, okay. I think uh, no, actually it was. I think it was actually substantially more, uh, like more profitable. Um, it made yeah, it was made for six point five and made forty million, so it yeah. made more for less. So yeah. it was well, and it, it made more overall than the second one. Yeah. So and that doesn't surprise me because the people who were excited, me included, yeah, saw it and were just like. Pfft. And so, but then there was the new audience. You're probably right. There probably was a cartoon already. So a bunch of kids saw it and they're just like, yeah, because it, it really, it, it's for kids. It's See, a, a, I don't, I disagree. I think it's, I think this movie is it, it, way it, less it does, for kids. It, it, but it's so cartoony and campy. I mean, Ted's fucking horror is the Easter bunny, dude. I mean, it's, yeah, but like the stuff, like the concept of them dying and going to hell and having to like, but they don't show any death. Right? No, they don't show anything. But I think. Like that's not it's a, heady. That's stuff. not a light concept uh, for children. You know what but, I mean? Yeah, but children's shit became sugar coated and soft padded sometime around the two thousands, right? Like children's stories were always about death until whatever millennial. Years, well, no, right? I mean they were, they were. So a kid I th- show. I, th- I think at, no, I, I think it was at this time where it started to move away from it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, fine yeah, for but, sure. But it wouldn't be overly like oh this isn't for kids because they're talking about death at that time and be like oh yeah it's, it's no but silly no but in retro but there's a lot of movies i mean just there's a lot of stories going back where you look i mean just like look at like well, all the fairy tales yeah all the fairy tales you go back and it's like yeah like looking at it just through like yeah. a modern lens is, yeah. well, so like i think i think kids tales were intended to scare kids <laughs> yes, <laughs> they become to, things to, to like, protect them from like yeah. going out into the forest by themselves like <laughs> yeah. if you go out into the forest by yourself you, you will die <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't do that yeah <laughs> because we need you to harvest our crops <laughs> <laughs> you are a hand <laughs> and i did rewatch the witch uh during this last week too just oh did you yeah that's funny yeah did you not like it the first time you watched it oh i did i i leah hadn't seen it so oh gotcha it did she not like it she loved it oh really yeah because i i watched it with my with my wife ashley uh-huh. and after i had seen it uh-huh. and she knew i was, had like raved about it okay being like oh yeah that movie got me like it really freaked she me did, out it didn't get her no she was like i thought it was really boring <laughs> and i was like did you guys sit and watch it mm-hmm. interesting yeah she didn't did like you it, it at during all. the day no, we did it at night. Like huh. the kids were asleep, we watched it together she in the, like in the dark. Yeah, she didn't like it. You guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just... actually speaking of which, I watched uh, Midsummer last night, uh-huh. and I, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. It was not as good as Hereditary for sure. Agreed. And Hereditary was about two thirds good, three quarters good. Did you not like the end? Nope, it sold I, itself out. Oh, I like the it, end a lot. It was I, I was fine with the end but I would have preferred it followed one of the other paths that it was sort of setting up. It yeah. just chose one and it was like, that's the least interesting one in my opinion, but okay. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. 
I, I appreciate that they just went for it. Oh, like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of it, what I like about it is I, where they were just like, okay, that's what they could have. They could have done like any number of like possession type tropes. You know what I mean? I didn't want it to be possession at all. I wanted it to be a psychological thing. That that yeah, to me they could have done that too. Far more terrible. They could have done that too, and but uh, that's also kind of rote as well. <laughs> oh yeah, all of it's <laughs> rote. So who cares? Yeah. So to me, it was just like, well, they're if they're going to do it, they might as well just go for yeah. it and do that. <laughs> well, do, and right? similar with Midsummer, right? Like, it, yeah. There's a there's a, an interpretation that is all up in their heads, but then they just go for it with like mystical bullshit. So. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just a cult. It's just yeah. a death cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the same with her. I was like. Oh, so in the end, it's just a cult. All right. Yeah, but I, I thought Hereditary just had more had more meat on its bones. Sure. Then. No, have you seen Lighthouse yet? No, I want to though. You're gonna hate it. I've I've heard that. You're gonna hate it. Yeah. I thought I thought it was fucking awesome, and I want to see it again. And one of my first thoughts was, Brett will hate this. <laughs> <laughs> not not necessarily. I mean, uh, uh, no. I will I will <laughs> bet money you hate it. <laughs> I will I will buy you a, a a a fake hamburger if you make it to the end of that movie. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I I will I will get around to watching it. I also saw that you re- you really liked 1917, Holy right? Holy shit! I really want to see that. It's you see it in the theater. It's yeah, unreal. The it's not being marketed properly. What it is is not. It's not just a straightforward war flick. Yeah, it's, it's like a tracking shot. Like it's the whole, a single track. It's, like, tra- it's it's filmed got, like it's. Mem- I just got. Yeah. I just got goose pimples thinking about it 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 is remarkable mm-hmm. what they do with that movie. i know that actually is the only reason i want to see it is yeah. because like i've i think i've mentioned before maybe on this podcast that i if you have like a tracking shot in your movie that's like <laughs> a, that's one of my favorite things and like i look for them in movies because i think sure. they're, they're cool I, when i saw uh children of men that was like the first time i ever noticed it being okay. utilized like in a certain like in a way yeah. to like really like ramp up the tension yeah and and like, you know, you don't. A lot of times, you won't realize that's what's happening until yeah. you'll just be like, Are they, "Like, did they cut at all just now?" Because that yeah. seemed like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so after Children of Men came out, I was like, "Ooh, I liked that." Yeah. I and then I would look for it in movies since then. And then when I went to see Rise of Skywalker, they had like a featurette about 1917. That's when I saw it too, or maybe it was that. Yeah. I, at some point, I saw it and I was like, "Oh shit, for real? Oh, that sounds cool." Yeah, that's exactly yeah. that was my exact reaction too. So prior now, to that, I was like, "Oh, it's a history professor's movie. Cool." And and it was like. Dunkirk came out last right. year. I don't really care about war movies in I, general. I watched Dunkirk and I was like, oh, that's good. It yeah. Was, it was, it was, you know, a different take it gives you emotional feel, but this one, man, it really got me. It, it's that's, that's all. I, I'm excited to see yeah, it. It's I, really I, good. Just from like a technical standpoint. Exactly. Uh, it, it is. If it doesn't win see. best picture that then the Oscars have been taken over by aliens. Cause that's, this movie is Oscar fucking fodder. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I always appreciate, <laughs> Yeah, I think I, the thing is, and just to tie it a little bit back into Bogus Journey, I, <laughs> I, 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 appre- I so, something that I really appreciate about mo- like movies that I really do end up enjoying uh-huh. is I, I like when they just are kind of, when they take something that is kind of like rote or uh-huh. has been done before and they kind of just, yeah, make it novel. Make it novel in yeah. some way, and I think Bogus Journey does does that, and I think and I respond to that a lot. In the same way that like a mo- like one of my other favorite movies is just from like the last you know few years is The Guest. Yeah. Okay. That's like one of my favorite movies, and I just <laughs> love how they kind of 
it's a pretty tired formula, but they just do a lot of cool stuff with it sure. and a lot of fun stuff with it. Or like another Adam Wingard movie, You're Next. I like that movie a lot because... Did I see that one? It's I'm like a home invasion it. movie. Oh, no, I didn't see it, but I have heard that's um, ex- it's exceptional. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's another thing where it's like a home invasion movie yeah. and they just kind of like subvert the genre huh. in a lot of fun ways. But you didn't like Mandy. That's curious to me. Uh, man, well, I actually want to watch Mandy again. I think you need to rewatch it. I, when you told me you didn't like it, I was like, I feel like you guys just weren't in the right headspace to watch I, that movie. I, I feel like that's. I feel you like you had I like did, people over, right? And you guys. Well, were, it was Kaz and I. And oh, Kaz, it was just Kaz. It wasn't Kaz and Shelley. No, Kaz. it's just Kaz because okay, Kaz right. came up here around right, the time right, when right. we like first moved into this this building that yeah, we're yeah. our studios in, yeah. and we were having just like a little housewarming sure. party, and then he and I went home after that, and, and we, then you just watched it and watched it that night. And we were both like a little drunk, a little tired, oh, I, a little high. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, if you had done that while that was still in the like early stages of that feeling, you would have fucking lost your minds about that movie. Yeah. I, I So I do want to watch it again. And I kind of, yeah, I want to watch it by myself. Because <laughs> uh, it's just it's just a revenge flick, but it just it's yeah. just so fun. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I do. And so fucking metal <laughs> yeah that's the oh that's the other thing about bogus journey too yes As the music in this movie yeah. i like a lot more yeah, yeah. a lot more it's so much more in line with sure. the music that they, they would, would be listening yeah, to yeah. even this kiss notwithstanding I, I it's hard to criticize the final song being you know our theme song because what are you gonna do right like you gotta lean into something yeah and so why not and that riff is pretty good. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine, right? Like, there's, and, and the idea that any fucking rock song is going to change the universe is right. just idiotic. Yeah, of course. The because everybody knows it would be the Who. I also <laughs> I love the uh, Megadeth song when they're being led up to their deaths. It's one of my. See, I, I don't know that. I mean, I I, I just love I this riff. I wouldn't know it by the. Yeah. Like this song, I think is like just a good, like early '90s kind of like hair metal-y. Sure. I mean, Megadeth's not this. Yeah, no, this is perfect for them going to their their demise. The song's called "Go to Hell." Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and I I was when the Battle of the Bands begins. I love that the Battle of the Bands begins and Missy and her friends from the seance all get excited and gather around a TV to watch a televised presentation of the San Dimas City Battle of the Bands. That is so stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And and they're going to watch, but fucking Primus, like when they they cut and there's Primus playing, I was like, Wait, I, how do I not remember Primus is in this I know. movie? I, I, I remember seeing, because I mean, when this came out, I didn't know who Primus was because I was a, a child. But okay. when I remember watching I had this, seen them. And so that was, I had seen them in concert. So seeing them in the theater, I was like, oh shit, it's those guys. It's awesome. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing this movie, you know, like in my, because I've revisited this movie a lot throughout, throughout my your life. life. Yeah, but it's, a, it's a masturbation movie. I understand. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm jerking off to it all the time. <laughs> you uh, were going off about that princess. I understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I remember when I realized it was Primus and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's Primus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I appreciate that she comes out and goes, 
eh, Primus, everyone. Yeah. I, I thought they were just going to be some local, supposed to be playing the role of a local band or something. Yeah, and let's be honest. Primus should have won Battle of the Bands. <laughs> I, exactly. That's how I was laughing to myself. I'm like, it doesn't matter what these fucking assholes Primus do. Primus is better than Kiss. Primus. Primus is better than Kiss. And Primus is better than Wild Stallions pretending to be Kiss. Yeah. Primus is awesome. I mean, it's it's impossible. <laughs> I, mean, I think if anybody saw that and was like, Prim- yeah. that band should not win, they are stupid as fuck. <laughs> Wild Stallions. Yeah, but to be fair, they weren't. Primus <laughs> was not. <laughs> Primus was not televised to the whole world. Broadcast True. to the whole world. Yeah, but so maybe if they had have been. Although, well, but the voting was in the room, not across the planet. Right, but <laughs> I mean, bat- Primus could have won Battle yeah, of the Bands. True. It doesn't matter, and they wouldn't have gone on to change the world because yeah. it wasn't broadcast. But which is too bad because yes. can you imagine a world based around Primus's <laughs> philosophy? <laughs> I would be quite goofy. It would be a lot like Bill and Ted's Bogus Bill Journey. Right. <laughs> right. Um, let's, okay, let's talk about Keanu Reeves in the movie a little bit. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, you're right. Because I've because <laughs> this th- is the Keanu Reeves podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I love I really like him in this movie a lot. Yeah. And I, I think he does a good job of kind of he seems to have toned down Ted a little bit. Yeah, he did. You're right. Ted's Ty a little was, bit more subdued in this one. Yeah, he's he's. Because Ted in Excellent Adventure was like that's made you fall in love with Keanu, but you're already in love with him in this. So he's, yeah, um, there's nothing outstanding about it. He's just doing Ted again, and he does great. Yeah. So, but I I like I like that they're Bill and Ted both are just kind of like different enough. Uh huh. That it's like okay, I like time has passed. Like they have changed maybe a little bit. Like Ted's a little bit more subdued. Bill. Has a little bit more grit to him, and and I guess I am remembering this. I, I'm reminded of this from when I first saw it too. Of you know, Keanu Reeves' star has risen significantly more mm-hmm. than Alex Winters in those two years between the two films, right? Mm-hmm. But I was struck at the time, and, I, and I'm reminded now that Keanu that doesn't interfere with that performance. They are Bill and Ted. Like he, yeah. is, he slides right back into that. They are equals. They are playing off each other. It's all just like air guitar. And like, there's no feeling I, I think. And I presume that they remain buddies. The two Alex winners and, mm-hmm. and, and they seem like, to have. Yeah. So even though they're not on equal footing anymore, and if anything, the, they've kind of switched roles, because I would say Alex Winter was a little bit more than Keanu at the time of Bill and Ted. You never get the impression in the movie that Keanu was like Full fighting for more screen time no. or like fighting to be the lead or yeah. anything like that. Or like, having to try and do any kind of annoying flex. Yeah. It, it, and yeah. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I do. And, and they didn't make him like a sex symbol, like more of a sex symbol, or like they didn't do a thing <laughs> yeah. where like women were like fawning over him. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, as Ted, you he's know what I mean? still just Ted. He's yeah. still the. T- and it, I, I appreciate that about him, and I really do feel like that mentality is why Keanu has survived as a major movie star for mm-hmm. four decades. Now. Oh yeah, I, it, it's embodied in that aspect of this performance for yeah, sure. That's gr- that's a really good point. Yeah, and I think that's a good way to kind of look at it going yeah. forward yeah is that i mean you're right that is probably indicative of kind of like the the like, longevity because yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. he's not he appears to not have been uh he doesn't you know he doesn't take it to heart he's not he knows his shit still stinks right he's mm-hmm. still just a guy he's still just a guy doing a movie yeah he did point break yeah he's done my own private idaho he's he's like Hollywood hot meat. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm still just Ted. 
theater logan right yeah and i do like when they come back i i love the gag of alex winters of bill's beard being to his fucking waist he's disappeared for 18 months dude your beard is not gonna grow it would take a decade to grow a yeah beard that long yeah it was so insane. it's 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 funny like he was taking some sort of growth <laughs> hormone or something for sure but it's funny like where did they go to practice for a year and a half? Like they disappeared from the planet. Like that means from that moment forward for the next 18 months, there's Bill and Ted's duel. There's Bill and Ted and the princesses and everything living on the earth together. Like where did they go to practice? I guess I'm just assuming they just went time traveled around the corner and then lived contemporaneously to practice playing guitar, right? I, well, they said it was a honeymoon. So my, my, the presumption would <laughs> well, be they that took they took a honeymoon. They, they were gone for 18 months except for, and to learn except uh, for two weeks of a honeymoon and yeah. they had their babies. You're right. You're, you're definitely right. So I, you don't think too much about the time travel stuff, right? Yeah. Which again, it's Bill and Ted. There's supposed to be time travel people. So well, but the, bo- the booth does also have a travel, can take you through time and space. So they went to another planet? No, I mean they could have gone to anywhere on the world in on the planet. Sure, sure. And because in Excellent Adventure, and, you know, they're going to England, they're going to France, right. they're going to America in the Wild West, right. they're going all over the. the and it doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the booth is magic, so you can go wherever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's a TARDIS. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Keanu Reeves does a really good job. I think like all of his line deliveries are done really well. I think his comedic timing in the movies yeah. really good. Well, and that's, I guess that's why I meant th- uh, mentioned all that about the time travel thing was because then he comes back and he's got that cool little goatee and like the little oh, soul yeah. patch thing. Yeah. I thought he looked pretty cool. He does look pretty he cool. Look, he's wearing he's like, like hockey, pa- like a hockey, like a some pointy kind of thing. Yeah. vest. <laughs> and he's like cut his hair. So he's like, it's it's more like of a wicked like little thing on his, on yeah. his eyebrows now. Yeah. 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 On his nose rather. He, yeah. He definitely looks cool. He looks cool. I he like. fucking cool. <laughs> he looks so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he, I think Bill, Alex Winter, and Keanu Damn. Reeves' chemistry still works. It still works yeah. really, really, really yeah. well. I think they play off each other really well. Yeah. I think they play off the bad version of us really well, really yeah. well too. Yeah. I think they, I think they play off the, all the supporting cast really well. Yeah, yeah. like they play You're off right. Death really well. They play off Station really well, yeah, which is they, insane in, because yeah. it's a animatronic mu- Muppet. And I don't think it's animatronic. Or, I think it's just some guys in the in a rubber costume. No, the face is definitely animatronic. Oh yeah, yeah, that you're right. Um, but they it, it never feels stale. They never feel like they're just phoning it in. They are embodying when they're on yes. screen. They are just fucking going for yeah. it. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that does make it's the only reason the movie has any legs is because if they were in any way phoning it in, that would just it would fall flat. I I agree. Yeah. I think it, the movie is definitely supported by them, and I yeah. think that's that's kind of what. I mean about it just like seeing these characters in new situations and new settings is yeah. fun because to me a Bill and Ted movie's plot doesn't have to be great like I don't yeah, the okay. plot of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is not like an outstanding plot it's simple which it helps it a I, lot I think that's my my fundamental and issue th- is that this one is too complicated yeah it's more complicated than it needs to be yeah. for sure I yeah. completely admit that but I, but to me, uh, that's I, what makes it fun for you. I yeah, that's part of the fun of it, and because it's unnecessarily over the top, and I think that's done, and and like overly complicated. But I think a lot of that's done intentionally, 
Um, oh, okay. Just based on what I've heard them saying, like with the screenwriters and Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter talking about Bill and Ted's bogus journey, where they're like, we could have done a lot of things and we had a version of the movie that was just them going back in time again or going through time again. Right. And having to like solve some other issue. And I like that. They, I can I can appreciate them not wanting to do exactly that. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I, I do like the the conceit of them going through the afterlife. Me too. That's that's good. It I, is good. I think yeah, definitely the highlight to me in the movie is the portion in hell. I think the stuff in yeah. hell is done really well. Yeah, and the stuff in heaven is not that like great. Station is the smartest creature in the universe. And it's station station. Uh, <laughs> I do love the subtle joke even at the opening when uh, the guy from Faith No More comes out and goes station. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like that too. Clearly, station is going to be there for everything. Even the robots say station, right? Like, yeah, it's a subtle station. nod to the fact that none of this is going to matter because they're still going to they're still going to come out on top. Right. That's yeah. fine. Well, but there's really, only, they're the only aliens in heaven, right? That like, you see. And, Okay, you're right. But right. they only had like 11 uh, background actors. If you notice is, the same ones keep yeah. walking around the back. This was actually something that I will... Okay, <laughs> something that I think is a missed opportunity is I, I think it, heaven would have been a good place to kind of pepper in some of the characters from the previous movie, Ooh. like Billy the Kid. Yeah, that would have been Socrates. <laughs> and Beef Oven. I think it would yeah. have been good to just kind of have them like bump into them in heaven and be like, oh shit. That would have been pretty funny. And they they, they obviously wanted to just not repeat any of that yeah. stuff. Which I but I think that would have just been a fun that would have been little a fun thing. Nod. But yeah. The other thing too is I James speaking of James Martin, the guy from Faith No More, uh-huh. he has two lines in the movie and uh-huh. I think both of them are really funny. When he does the station thing, I think is great. <laughs> just because I think it's funny. Like uh-huh. yeah. And the fact that he runs like a like a theological center for <laughs> Like music, it's like yeah, some faith no more. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is, and his other line is when it's a, like a a scene in the future. Yeah, and Denomalos hands out his book to everybody <laughs> that he's written about. Yeah. Like it's his like manifesto, you know. Right. And James Martin's like, "What a shithead." <laughs> yeah, I like that I like well. that a lot. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I think Keanu Reeves does just really. It's just yeah, fun seeing him in the role. Yeah, it it's is. really fun seeing him in the it role. It is. It is. It is. And he embodies it so well. And he's, but you can tell he's a little bit better of an actor. You can tell he's just been in more movies and like worked with, like, yeah, done done more. And he's worked with like top notch directors at this point. You know what I mean? Oh, like true. he's worked with, mm, um, just just well, I guess okay, yeah. He, I mean, he's done the Jim Jarmusch movie and he did the Catherine Bigelow movie. Well, you mean Gus Van Sant? What did I say? Jim Jarmusch. Yeah, fuck. I, I, I know. Always. Yeah. yeah I, God damn it. What's yeah. my problem with yeah. that? Yeah, he had he had already filmed uh, My Own Private Idaho, even though this one came out first. And that's why we got mixed up, right? Yeah, okay. because My Own Private Idaho was started filming right after Point Break. Okay, okay. But I think because it was an independent movie, getting yeah, financed and, di- and distributed yeah. and stuff like that, it came out the following September after this. So this okay. came out in July of 91. <laughs> I'm sure Gus Van Sant was like... Uh. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> uh <laughs> marketing yeah and keanu reeves from bogus journey <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but i mean like you know like yeah he's just done he's done a few things in yeah. between where he's just and he's been the lead of movies at this point like he'd been in parenthood so he'd yeah. worked with like ron howard yeah uh he'd worked with yeah catherine bigelow at this point and then he's done I love you to death and tune in tomorrow so <laughs> so you know it's all even announced yeah and uh, <laughs> no but again he's 
he just comes and delivers what he's supposed to. He's, yeah. He's fucking goofy. Ted. Yeah. And he does it even though he's already demonstrated that he can do a little bit more, mm, a little bit more. Yeah. He, but that's why I think it's a, I think it's kind of a testament to, to how Keanu. to Keanu about right. how good he is at become at being Ted yeah. where he can go off and do a little bit more and kind of change it up a bit and then come back and, and do this goofy. Yeah. and do it well. Yeah. And, I, I think he's just likable, dude. He's just he so just fucking likable. God yeah. damn it! What what a guy! <laughs> All right, let's do the woes. What do we got here? Uh, for Bill and Ted's bogus journey, how many woes do you give it? I'm, you go first. I'm gonna give it three woes. Okay, it's still that, just a three woer. I mean, it's 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 fine. It just doesn't like excellent adventures a five woe, and this one's a three woe. Uh, let me ask you this: Is any <sighs> has anything that I said made you? change your opinion on it or shift your attitude toward um, it, toward it at all. Well, I'll say no, but not oh, because then fuck you, dude. No, 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 no. Because I I did already appreciate what you're saying, right? Like you haven't said anything that was like I wasn't already thinking about, right? Like so yes and no, because we've talked about it before we did this anyway. So I had a lot of that kind of in the back of my head of like plus I I want to see what you see. So I'm watching it going, why does Brett love this movie so much when I just can't get it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the answer is no, only because I'd already absorbed it. So what you've just said today, I've already absorbed. Nothing new. Nothing new. (laughs) No new thoughts. (laughs) So, but, so, but technically yes, because it made me think about it in a different way. Because prior to us talking about it, I was never going to revisit. I was just like, fuck that movie. They fucked it up. I don't care. So yes, but not in the moment that we're talking here. I'm going to get you to watch this movie at least five more times. (laughs) Maybe by the fifth time you'll be like, oh, but because actually that is something I just want to mention really quick too, is I also, even though I liked this movie, I, it wasn't until I was an adult and had seen it a few times where I really like keyed into it okay. and was like, oh no, I like, I like this more because up until I, and that's, I, I feel reinforced every time I watched, like when we rewatched Excellent Adventure, I for not for one second was bummed I had to rewatch it. I was just like, holy fuck, I love oh, this movie. Yeah, me either. But I'm just saying like I didn't have that sense with this one. That it just doesn't get me that way. To to me, Bogus Journey grew on me a lot the more I watched it. In yeah. I thought it would. I thought it would. I, I was hoping it would a little bit I more. I thought too. it would more. I thought it would more. Uh, but three three's good. I, I that's a respectable amount. Sure. I appreciate three. I it's mean, still it's fun. I yeah. just it just misses the marks for me. It misses the mark. That that's a f- that's fair. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to give it. I'm giving it five woes. Five woes, of course. It's <laughs> <laughs> a five woes, man. Uh, yeah, I'm giving. I'm giving it five woes. Um, I, I, I think we need to make an audio of just whoa, so you can tap it four or five times. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just whoa. We could do whoa. that. Whoa, we can do that. Whoa. Uh, whoa, or we could just do it with our mouths, I guess. Whoa, 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 whoa. What number am I thinking of? Right? Oh, you know what you should have done when you were gonna give it to your give it your was. You should have said what number, what number am I number thinking of? And yeah. I'd say three, and you'd be like, whoa. <laughs> uh, we should have done that. I but, wasn't thinking. I forgot about that gag. Yeah, I love I love pretty much everything about the movie. Uh, I think it's all. I think it's so much fun. I love the <laughs> kind of like dankness to it, and I, I love dank. I love the ex- aesthetic of everything. How it's just a little bit. Uh, like even the like it's a little grimier it's a little weird it's just not i don't don't agree this grimier i think it's cleaner not so much grimier like it's got like the cartoon aspect to it like from the the twilight zone movie where they the cartoon world kicks in and he's living in the cartoon world kind 
Well, I just like I think like station is weird and like the devil like that type of stuff and like the yeah, stuff okay. in hell is like just like weird and it's got just weird like yeah 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 like weird stuff in it that I think is funny and I like it, it. it's fine it's fine um so yeah five woes so five I, I love it it's one of my favorites uh <laughs> I I can watch it a bunch and every time I watch it there's like something new in it that I appreciate okay and I think is funny uh and the same the same way with that's the same way adventure. I feel with excellent adventure is like every time I watch it I feel like there's new stuff that kind of like feel more joy it. with excellent adventure I, I get do. that yeah I get that and I would say I just feel I have I wouldn't say it's more or less with either of them. It's just I like them both for a lot of different reasons. Okay. Um, so what's next? Because we well, already so, did my own private. So Idaho, we recorded so. my own private Idaho. So that's going to be the episode that comes out right. next week. Right. Um, and then after that, we're going to be getting to Bram Stoker's. Okay. So we already did that. So we should Dr- just say Dracula. Yes. Next. Next is my own private Idaho. Yes. Next week we're going to be getting doing my own private Idaho with. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest on that episode. Uh, Tucker Bertrell, <sighs> our friend Tucker, came back to talk yeah. about it. I. I, I I really dig having him on there. I want Me too. Him, I want him back for a bunch more of these. Yeah, I think there's probably a few that. Yeah, I, I, had we known oh, going oh. in, I think we should have just made it a three-person. <laughs> yeah. So my own private Idaho is next. Gus Van Sant came out like like I mentioned, came out just a few months yeah. after, a couple months after this. Um, after this, okay, yeah. Yeah, and has a a, a very uh, holds a very special place in people's hearts, and it does. Dylan and I. We'll go ahead and give that episode a listen. Uh, <laughs> so now that we're kind of uh, in, now that this, sh- at this point, this show has been released. Oh, okay. We have put episodes out. Okay. Uh, by the time this comes out. Huzzah! Yeah, we'll have put episodes, I mean, <laughs> episodes will have been out. Uh, we so have don't like ask clear, yourself what the fuck were we doing A clear release date. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, at this point, you know, check out like, go to oh. e- ease-drop.com if you yeah. want to check out more episodes. If this is your first episode that you've, heard yeah uh check us out on like itunes and spotify and stitcher and all those places leave us a review yeah uh share the show with your friends all that stuff you know uh give us a share or a like on facebook or do all the things you guys do all the podcast things you have heard this before on every, every single podcast, podcast whatever ever. you've heard from the other podcast do that for us also do that for us yes. please and then go to our individual podcast shows and do the same thing. You don't even have to listen to them. Just go like them. Yeah, go like them. Go listen. <laughs> you know, just click play. Yeah. Click play and you don't have to listen to a second longer. That's all <laughs> we need. Open like 11 browsers and play every episode. We just need the download numbers. As soon as you press play, it counts. That's all we need, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do not give a shit how much. I just need downloads. Yes. So thank, uh, especially of this podcast, because if we get like ten thousand downloads, I'm sure Keanu will notice. <laughs> oh God, please, please. Uh, and what else? I got nothing. All right, cool. Well then, uh, until uh, until next time, my friends. Uh, oh, please do it. Don't <laughs> fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Uh, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. I did it. <laughs> Bye.